Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 56 of Drunk on a Bucket. It's a beautiful Sunday, September 5th, Labor Day, right? Hey, it is Monday. Monday. Thank you to everybody who works, right? I mean... I, I did work today, by the way. Which is surprising. You're a fucking slave driver, Does bro. it really work, though? <laughs> oh, my God. I had, I had meetings from like 9 a.m. until 5, so... Uh, meetings. Meetings. Hmm. Like a meeting you're going to and ditching us for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carl, I'm sorry we said we we're going to meet up at 7 and uh, 7.43. Here, Carl shows up. You know what's funny? People who say they have meetings all day, they just want to sound important. <laughs> I had meetings. I had, nobody, nobody has them. No, no, you just want to sound important. I really, well, I'm going out of town on Wednesday, so I had to push all my end of week meetings to the beginning of the week. See, there you go. Trying to sound important. I'm, I'm going out of town for work. <laughs> the important question is, did you play, pay your employees time and a half today? Uh no, it's not a uh, holiday. It's no. not. A, it's not a paid holiday. Jesus, you Cheap fucking ride. slave driver. We have a really good PTO policy. What is it? Uh, eighty hours for the first two, three years with us, and then it goes one hundred twenty hours once you make your three year anniversary. Oh, that's not too bad. That's yeah, a two lot. weeks and three weeks, man. Yeah, that's it. It don't go more than that. No, that's it for Damn. right now. Once we get bigger, we'll be able to do more. We have some people who have like unlimited. Does it pizza. carry over? Are no, you, it doesn't. Do you get paid for the hours? Use hours it or lose it. No. Oh my god! I we thought have, it was good. We are a small business. Okay, we have to budget this stuff. I thought it was good. Man, <laughs> this is not sounding too good. I mean, only I'm sorry. I don't work for a multi-million-dollar organization like you guys do. I don't. Tyler's a school teacher. <laughs> no, I mean you don't think the Department the of school? Education, I guess, is a multi-million-dollar. That's what I'm saying. You know how much money's in education? Not enough that where it needs to be. But I mean, that, our that's education a whole, system's not that yeah, great. That's a whole different topic for a well, different Well, like public day. school, I would say, I would say, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of charter schools. So but the, all the money you make in on oh these gyms because you don't gosh. pay your employees, do you not pay your electric oh. bill? Because it's about 95 <laughs> degrees in Are here. You right? I, I have sweat running down my back. It's 70, I got it at 76. That dude. That's, Jesus that's, that's Christ. Carl, why don't, you do, why don't you do our intros before I got to go? Oh, my bad. It's myself, Carl Anderson. I got, I'm joined by the biggest asshole on campus, Tyler Jensen. Boot up, if you hadn't noticed, he he's an asshole, and you know one that's about to leave us, JB. Oh, never man. home, always repping. I'm gonna miss you guys. Man. You know, I, I kind of gone for a week. I've gotten to you know well, you're leaving us tonight. Is more mm. what I was talking about, but yeah, oh, and and on the trip, you know, yeah. you've you've been pretty good about it. So I've kind of gotten used to having you around. And now you're going to fuck all that up again. <laughs> I'm just going to call you and be like, hey, man, I need my turtle flip. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Bro. It's, been a, it's been a while. It's bro. been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Been a I bit. mean, inflation should make your pay go up. Right. Shit. I'm going to have to drop my prices just because it's been so slow. Can I Can I get 120 hours of PTO? <laughs> You don't. You don't barely work at all. Hey, man, I've been an employee for like three years now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Looking for my excuse, PTO. Excuse, that me, I, excuse me. I don't. That we, I that I can't cash out or roll over. How about your Christmas bonus? You didn't even get a Christmas bonus. No, nothing, bro. Like not even a freaking bottle of nothing. <laughs> what you want a bottle of, dog? Like, dude, anything. Like how much you know? tequila have have I purchased for you? Just between bar visits and then oh, sipping too, on. Oh, too much. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you won't let you me buy you drinks. That's the problem. Well, because I'm, I'm afraid you're gonna slip something in there, dude. I, I think if anything, it'd be the other way around. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> like, There's I think no it would doubt. be the other way around. <laughs> I'm just gonna miss you guys for a week. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, you know what? I'm be, you know, chilling in, in the Rays and Palm Springs, California, and I'll be thinking about y'all. You know what? They I'm just doing? had a heat wave. Carl there, and Tyler, I miss you guys. They just had a heat wave. Did they really? Yeah, it was like a hundred and something yesterday. Oh damn! Yeah. Well, hopefully it's not that hot. You know what I'm not going to be thinking about? What? 
LSU football. Oh gosh, <laughs> can we all just forget about last night? Oh goodness, I, you know. <laughs> Hold on, JB. Oh, my God. And Palm Springs is 112 right now. Oh, shit. Right now? Right now. It's yeah, like it's 6 like, o'clock dude, in the evening. Look, there. on Wednesday, 108. Thursday, 108. Friday. Oh, it cools off 91 on Saturday. Oh, nice. you, got a, you got a nice little uh, cool oh front coming through. <laughs> dude, that's insane. God bless. JB, man. I want to get your thoughts on the game, though, yeah, since, since you're yeah. going to be rolling out here in a second. Um, man, um, gosh, where do, you, where do you even begin? I thought it was a, a pretty pretty bad played game just in general. I think our the our O line and D line just didn't play that well. Um, I think what the big injury what was his name who got hurt on the D line. Mason D-line? Smith. Mason Smith got Homa, injured from Homa. Yeah, from Homa. He got injured real early. And man, how do you? Uh, he got injured jumping up celebrating. celebrating. Yeah. Man, what a and what he tore his ACL didn't he? Oh yeah, done. I'm like, he what, gone. What kind of shit is that, man? Like, it's just a little bit upsetting overall. Um, you have your hopes up, right? Brian Kelly's there, new coach. Um, you got some excitement around the, the QB spot. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I would say the one word I can think about is is not like uh, hopeless, but just disappointed. I think as a, as a LSU fan, you just go in expecting a lot, and you just felt like that was a – it was a boring game to watch. Like, and I'm an LSU fan. I just wasn't super entertained except towards the end, right? But I would say we, we lost that game because of O-line and D-line, ours. Um, couldn't get much pressure, I don't feel, and then the whole line just couldn't block worth the shit. So when the QB gets a ton of pressure, what are you supposed to do? You know, especially a QB that is first game playing for LSU. Um, I would say overall, wasn't entertaining, very, very upsetting. And um, we talked about it earlier before we started the pod. It's hard to go into a season when you play when you play a team that's already played a game. And I think that with the second year in a row that this has happened, I think they need to stop fucking doing it. I think that would be a smart idea. Well, they, they schedule these first game matches years in advance. So <clears throat> they probably put Florida State on the schedule probably four years ago, five years yeah. ago. Yeah, but play a game before them, though, right? Can you not do uh, that? Not no. a lot of people play week, week zero. Yeah. They did. I mean, UCLA did last year. It's something to look into because LSU still has an out-of-conference game to play to add next year. They need to see if Florida State's playing a week zero because if they are, I think LSU needs to. I wouldn't. I mean, it, it's not a bad idea. You I know, mean, but look, at the, look at the history. I mean – or how many times are you going to play a team that's already played a game? Because, Tyler, you, you said it when we were off pod. It's like it looked like they had played a game and we had. It's just different. They got, like I told you, they get they got to practice those things. It, it, it's different between being at practice and running on and off. I'm using special teams as an example or change of possession or whatever else. It, it, they got to practice. I'll give my thoughts on the game in a minute. You can go ahead, call JB. In, enjoy your date night. Yeah, of course. Hey, I left y'all my key, so if you can like the door. I thought Carl yeah. already had one. No, well, I don't have my own key. I'm not that special. I you just, can, you I can just have your own key. If I you just, want, Carl. I just get PTO. That's all. <laughs> I'm an employee. You just can't. Okay, we don't use the word employee. Team member. I'm a oh, servant. Dear God. I am a servant. You can be my servant. No, girl. my God. See what I'm talking about? That's why just, you just exist. go. Just make, just make my bed after. <laughs> just go. Bye. I don't even know. Just get the yeah, get the fuck out of here. You got your own house. I feel really weird yeah. that Bobby Hans is looking at me on a poster. <laughs> no, in it's, your, okay. In your that's kitchen. a story I have to tell at another time. Okay. Looks like Jimmy G right there. All I have to say is Bobby Hines is a great looking dude, and I do meetings, and it looks back, and I get to spend my whole day with Bobby. Do so you, thanks, Bobby. Do you have that as your background? So yeah. it's like he's always looking over your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Daddy's always looking over your shoulder. <laughs> oh my god! I don't call him daddy. I call him 
daddy. Oh my god. <laughs> Bye guys. What, Bye. What is happening? Bye. Good. I'm glad he's leaving. <laughs> oh it got god. too weird too soon. All right, boy. Y'all be careful. This episode of Drunk on a Bucket is sponsored by Bogey Free Golf. I went to see Barry. I hit three holes in one in the next round. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Barry, do you do miracles? I, I do because I actually have a list of people that have had albatross and holding ones after they've come see me. So what really services is. do you offer we as do a whole? Cl- we do club repairs. We do fittings. We do re-grips, swing analysis, just a whole just the whole gambit of the of the golf world. So, so Barry, so, if I came there. to you being yes. a really shitty golfer, could you get me at least decent? Probably not, but you'll look good doing it. <laughs> oh, well, I'll get it. you good clothes with good clothes. <laughs> I love it. And you'll definitely look good doing it. I so, know. So we're good. That's I mean, all that That's all you need. That's Barry, how do we reach out to you, man? How you do we get in contact with you? just reach out to me. Call me at 985-992-8943, or you call St. Mary Golf and Country Club at 985-384-8500. And we'll set everything up, and we'll get everything taken care of for whatever you need. Facebook, Instagram? Facebook is Bogey Free Golf. Instagram is uh, St. Mary under slash CC. We'll have them in our link tree and our IEG. IEG, I'll yeah. be a, I'll be a guest pretty soon. Absolutely. I'll let you take care Absolutely. of the swing, Absolutely. man. I'm, I'm very proud to be a partner with you guys. Yeah, lo- awesome. love it, I look forward to a lot of days like this. Hey. Many more to come. Many man. more to come. Uh, back to the game. It looked like... Those guys were not prepared whatsoever. And and I think the biggest thing is everybody knew to some degree that this was going to be a rebuilding year. Everybody knew that to some degree, but it was hard not to get excited, especially what you heard out of camp and spring and everything like that, implementing all the systems and processes and all the things that they've been missing for however many years, you know what I mean? Okay, great. But they could not do the small things right. So it looked like they were not ready to play. I don't know what happened with uh, Kayshawn Booty, but, you know, I'm, I saw something that he entered the, uh, entering the transfer portal. No. He might. Dude, he, he has no reason to. He's going to be a first-round pick. So he, he could quit right now, and he would still be a first-round pick. He does, he's, he's not going to go back to college next year. No, I agree with that, but it just looked like – He was at film today. Oh, good. They, they just winged it. Winged it. Wing it, wing but it. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Wong it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know it's in proper English. I was a math guy. Um, it, it, they just shot from the hip. And, I mean, Malik Neighbors, two muff punts, you know what I mean? One thing about Daniels was that <clears throat> you could tell from very early on he was not comfortable in the pocket. He gave no time to all of his reads. Now, he looked. He scanned his reads. One, two, three, boom, I'm running. One, two, three, oop, boop, I'm running. No time to develop, no time to do anything. He was uncomfortable back there, understandably, because his O-line's not great, right? But you got to have some faith in, in the O-line and stand back there for a little bit longer before you tuck it and go, you know? Defense didn't look great, you know? And I know what a lot of fans are trying to rationalize with right now is maybe FSU's a good football team. They're not a good football team. They're a bad football team. And we just made them look good. You know, and so that kind of shapes up how the rest of this year is going to look for us, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm, look, I, I mean, a lot of what you said is, in my opinion, is, I mean, dead on. You know, JB and I talked about Malik Neighbors before, and, you know, people want to give up on him and whatever. I, I thought I, I was glad to see him catch two balls after the second muff punt. Because um, JB was like, would you have taken him out after the first one? I'm like, no. They were that confident he was their guy, their punt return guy. 
And so that's like I told him. So that's like saying as a quarterback throws a pick, he comes out of the game. Like, no. If Malik Neighbors is your punt return guy, he stays in the game. Now, after the second one, if they would have had another one, yeah, they probably would have made a change because it was in his head at that point. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, but you know, that was whatever. The defense rose to the occasion in those situations. Dude, Florida State might be the worst coach team I've ever seen. Like, the <laughs> the fourth and two, they threw a fade. They went for it right yeah. before the half. The They tried to run a toss with the game in hand instead of just giving the ball to run it back. Like just they got a little cute with it. Dumb shit. They yeah. do dumb things. They got a little JV with it. <laughs> their their prevent defense was the worst I've ever seen. They allowed LSU to throw the ball to the sidelines. I don't know why I'm talking about Florida State right now, but Daniels like it, it's pretty obvious. It's a, he's a one read. He's a one read guy. I, I yeah. heard I heard something today I didn't know. Last year he had the highest tuck rate in the Pac-12, meaning after his first read he had the highest rate of tucking the ball and running of any quarterback. He knows he's fast, so I, and so I think he he relies on that. He threw the ball a little bit better than I thought he would. He had, we had a little spot in the game where he was off bad, but I, I'm like you. I think he was he was rattled with the pressure and the offensive line. But LSU didn't do anything to help him. No, nope. like let's move him, you know. And but then again, maybe he's not a good he's not a good throw on the run, you know. I don't know. But he when they went tempo later in the game, he looked a lot more comfortable. Uh, I think he completed like 75% of his passes. He's by far their best rusher right now because plays break down and he can run. But, dude, that's not sustainable. They can't do a, do that all year. And I, they know that, you know. The offensive line was my biggest concern going into the year. I've said that all along. Um, it's bad. Like, it's it's really bad. Florida State is not good. And the offensive line had a really tough time. Early in the game, the freshman left tackle, Will Campbell, was struggling. I thought he settled in pretty nicely. Now, that's without seeing, like, the tape today or whatever. Cam Wire had a rough game at right tackle. He was bad. Yeah. Um, LSU can't run the ball. They, they, they can't get a push up front. Um, as far as Kayshawn Bootsy goes, look, man, I, I don't like to say stuff like this, but, like, I'd be fine if he opted out. He seemed uninterested from the first snap. He drops the ball early in the game, and he pouted. Then, later, Daniels throws a seed and hits him in his numbers that he never looks for the ball. I personally think he was looking for the defender because he was scared to get hit. Yeah. That's my yeah, opinion. Either that. I mean, I think they even said on the broadcast, he like he looked up, saw the safety crash down, and he knew he just said, oh, I'm not getting this ball, and didn't even look. Hit him right in the chest. Easy touchdown. Like, easy touchdown. Yeah. And he, you know, I don't know. He, people are freaking out because he's scrubbing his social media. But, like, multiple players did that. And so I saw today – a lot of times players do that at the losses and stuff because – and this will lead me – well, uh, hold on. Let me come back to that. On defense, JB talked about the defensive line. I thought it was more of a linebacker problem. Again, that's just watching it, you know, while it's going on. I thought there was a push at times, especially when your best defensive lineman was out. Then you lose, I think, Ali Gay. Ali Gay, yeah. L- you lose him. You know, Ojolari was can out I, for a little while with a knee. Can I say something about Ali Gay? Yeah. He, he – demonstrated the textbook targeting yeah and then it was funny it was kind of funny because you're showing them on the sidelines while they're reviewing it right and he's like oh man i didn't do that i'm like dude you fucking torpedoed yourself led with your yes. head and crushed his head yes. and acted like you didn't target him like 
if you wanted to know what targeting looks like, go rewatch that play. That like there's been people who've gone to prison for less than that. No, there's no doubt. I mean, he just his arms were by his side, like bad. he was he was just straight projected himself at him. He looked like a kamikaze missile. There's like, no doubt. And, I, and I, then I just thought it was funny because it's just like I guess that's the the mo in football whenever you you commit a penalty, right? And you're like, nah, man, I didn't do that shit. I didn't do that. Like that wasn't me, bro. And then you watch it, and you're like. Yeah, man, that wasn't me. I didn't do that shit. I'm like, how could you not watch that and say that wasn't targeting? Like, I, I, I'm a fan, and I'm yeah. even like, that was bad. How dumb are you? Yeah. Like, has there ever been a player though that's committed targeting that has like openly admitted they committed targeting? Like, never. No. Or any penalty ever. But there's know? some there's some that are questionable, right? Like, a guy comes in and he's trying to tackle low, and the the ball carrier ducks yeah. down, and yeah, they get helmet to helmet, but there was no real intent yeah. of him trying to hit him in the head. That was not the case in this play. Alligay went straight for his head with all of his weight. He, like, jumped forward and projected himself, like you said, like a missile yeah. at his head and then wanted to act like he didn't do it. You know what I mean? College football targeting. I, I, I forgot how much I hate that. I, on Saturday when I was watching games, it was bad. But I, anyway, I thought linebacker play was not great. Defensive line, I mean, like I said, that's that's just watching it in, in real time. DB, I really didn't think was bad. You know, people were bashing them on third down because they couldn't get off the field. Dude, I thought it was more of like, number one, I thought LSU got out schemed a lot of times. The middle was open because they were taking what LSU was giving them when they were blitzing. I thought the linebackers weren't getting in holes. You know, I was listening today to some different things, and it was like they found green grass, but they didn't find receivers, the linebackers. Yeah, Florida State's quarterback's better. Uh, he's he's better than Daniels, in my opinion. Um, I thought he played pretty well. I thought I thought Florida State had a pretty good scheme. Um, but LSU is not very good. Special yeah. teams were a nightmare. Obviously, JB was shitting all over uh, Taylor for stepping out instead of stepping on an extra point. That's what happened. I mean, anyone that plays football, if you ever played the wing on an extra point, you know you step down, you punch out. Like you're just trying to chip the guy on the outside. You don't let the guy come underneath. And he's like, "How does that happen?" I'm like, "He's a freshman." Like, and this is going to lead me to my my, for lack of a better word, bitching. Okay. Okay. He's a freshman. Like, his coach and, and, or special teams coordinator needs to be fired. Do you really think his coach taught coached him to do that? No. He's a human being. He made a mistake. He screwed up. You can't make that mistake in that situation. Well, he did. And, yeah, what did, did, it, did it cost the game? Sure. Okay. But there's a lot of other things in that game that cost him the game. Um, naturally, that one play is what you're going to look back on because of what happened. But let's not forget, he also caught a pass and ran about 30 yards. Yeah, he did. And, you know, he's going to be a stud. He made a, he made a mistake. As a whole, special teams were a, a disaster. It's going to happen, okay? It's just funny how that, that blame shifts, right? Because if that doesn't happen, right, if uh, FSU doesn't pitch the ball on the two-yard line and fumble it, that blame is on the league neighbors. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so it's like yeah. – it's funny how us as humans just remember the last thing. Yeah. That that last thing that, oh, that fucked us. No, there was a lot of things that fucked us. We live in a everything is someone's fault society. I can't stand it. Like, it aggravates the shit out of me. Oh, it, it wasn't me. Was it? No, just shut up. Like, they played poorly. Florida State sucks. LSU's probably worse. Okay? I'm with you. I was disappointed in, I don't I don't know if it was lack of organization, but it was it was sketchy. But... It was the little things, man. And sure. It's the little things that all anyone's been talking about, right? The processes, the the thought process, the things that they're focusing on. And so to go into a game on national television, right, first game of the year, against 
you could say a mediocre opponent, right? Compared to what we're used to, right? It's not a top 10 showdown right. or whatever, you know? So you feel like, all right, this is a W, first of all, and we're going to play very technically sound football in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. And it was bad the yeah. whole way around. Bad. Yeah, it was. Because of the little thing. And it's, uh, look, uh, young, old, one year in, four years in, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. It was the little things that we could not do. Tackling. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, was it bad. Yeah, it was bad. Blocking. Bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, just, and, and that's not even what I'm really focusing on. It's I know what like you're saying. Attitudes. Like, okay, we talk about booty. Attitude. That's something that's easy. Everybody can control your attitude, right? Your yeah. own personal attitude, mm-hmm. right? Um, just catching things that you should, Malik neighbors, you know what I mean? And look, people are going to make mistakes. I get that, right? Twice in one game. All right, well, now something's there, right? Mm-hmm. There's something a little bit more there. Is it because. He's never had to field punts underneath the lights? Probably. You know? Okay. I can see that. I think it kind of goes back, too, to what I said, though, that Florida State played a week zero game. When you play Duquesne, and it's not Cole Taylor. I can't think of his name. Jason Taylor's son. God dang it. Is it Will? Whoever. Whatever. You could see on – did I just mess something up? No, you're good. You could see on film, if you're playing Duquesne, that he's stepping out instead of stepping down. You can correct it. So now your correction costs you the game. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, so like, that, that's just a small example. But I'm going to say this, okay? LSU fans, and I am an LSU fan, once again have proven they are the worst fans in America. The worst. 100%. The worst. These guys are scrubbing their social medias of LSU stuff because they are going dark on social media because people are threatening their lives over a football game, Okay. I'm with you. I didn't know what to expect. I expected more. Okay, but my overall takeaways, and I had this conversation with someone last night and this morning, the program was in worse shape than we realized. Sure, we knew there were 39 scholarship players in the bowl game last year. We knew all those things. Brian Kelly was not hired to win this year. That sounds completely ridiculous, but he wasn't. He's still playing with some of these guys that otherwise probably wouldn't be playing for him. But he has no choice, okay? Things like attitudes, no doubt. That's got to get better. Hopefully there's some accountability that eventually is going to happen, okay, that can control some of these things. They just don't have a whole lot of depth. They're not very good. But people already calling for his job and how bad and special teams. Like, my God. I've been looking forward to football season. I think I already hate it. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, he was hired to win a national championship. But it ain't gonna happen this year. No, I think I think I think we all we all kind of knew that. But I, I, I don't know. Well, if you didn't know that, then you you living on cloud nine. That's the people I mean? I'm talking about, and I think that people there's people who really thought that LSU would win ten games or win the national championship. Like if they win eight games this year, that ain't happening. But if they win eight games, like he should be the national coach of the year. That program is in such a bad place. Such a bad place. Like, I, I don't I don't even know. Like it was eye opening to me. That yes, yeah, sure, they had time in camp and whatever. But man, you can't fix all the things that are wrong with that thing from November to now. That it, it can't happen. Like, they ain't gonna be any good next year. Like, they're not. Like, I, I firmly believe that. It'll be better. 
but their processes and the things they're doing, like, man, I, I don't know. I think it's going to take at least three years. And, and I always say when a, a football coach is hired, the absolute minimum they should get is three years. It should be more like a five-year thing, in my opinion. Dude, this is it, – it is – is bad. Like this this is the beauty and the ugliness of the importance of college football games, okay? And what we talked about maybe last week, I think a little bit, but every game fucking matters. But when you lose that first game, yeah, I told somebody earlier today I was like, oh, tickets are going to be easy to come by. No, no. no you know no. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because it's the first one. You win that and you get a little bit of hope because then you go play a couple pancakes and you know cupcakes and it's you're three and zero and four and zero whatever and then oh cool whatever you know we got a little little momentum going right you lose that first one and it takes all the steam all the wind out of your sails no doubt you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and something that you look forward to all year long it's kind of like man even if they go seven and five or if they would have, but if they win that first one and then they win a couple, that excitement at least keeps you going for a little bit longer. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now it feels like, well, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to get to watch the whole game every week. You know what I mean? No, I'm 100% with you. And I think though, it's a harsh reality of, of a kind of what I was saying is that that's where the program's at. And like, it's a, we have a, we had a cautious optimism, I think, but the reality of life is setting in. Like, yeah, there's receivers everywhere. But if you can't block, that don't matter. Like, it, man, whew, rough. That, they, I thought I thought you'd at least see a little bit of Nuss. And you got none, no Nuss. Nuss Meyer. I was, I was surprised. I thought you would get a little bit. Especially, I and, and I, I want to say something a little bit in a minute. But... <clears throat> You know, especially with the the quote unquote QB battle or not releasing the starter up until you know um, game time, right? As a tactical advantage, you could also argue the fact that Florida State played a game was a tactical disadvantage because you can go pick their film. Yeah, and so uh, to flip the script a little bit of what you were saying earlier that they get to play those games and look those those reps mean a lot more. Yeah. Than, than getting film, right? No doubt, but. You could say, hey, well, they didn't know what to expect. No one really did. But I think the it was, offense, the defense, the personnel, sure. the groupings, the nothing. You, you, but, it was all new. But both quarterbacks that could have possibly played both played last year. Now, granted, Daniels didn't play at LSU, but you generally, generally had an idea of, of skill set. Like, do they have so much information at their finger, fingertips? No doubt. And that was the other thing, too, about you know Daniels being the highest tuck and run, right? You could also argue and say, man, he played for a bad Arizona State football team. Yeah. Not, not that it's any better than LSU's football team yeah. right now, but, you know, that was kind of the, the thing, right? All right, Jaden Daniels, as we know him, or as we used to know him before last night, was the quarterback of ASU, and ASU's not a good football program. So if he's got the talent, you could take a, a talented guy, put him into a better program, and you would expect better results, right? I didn't expect him to be anything special. Or maybe he's just that guy. Maybe I, that's I just who he is. I thought he played pretty decent, though. He didn't play bad. I just wish he would have gave it more time. Yeah. He I, he was so quick through his reads, man. You could tell he was nervous. Jeremy could, Hill Jeremy Hill today and last night after the game, one of the post game, Jeremy Hill said he thought they should make a change. He thought – he thinks for that the, the strength of the team as receiver, which I agree, that Nuss allows you to play to that strength more, Okay. But it, it, watching the game made so much sense as to why it's Daniels because Daniels can run. Now, Nuss can move too. 
But, dude, Daniels is fast like a receiver fast. And, like, you, they knew that part was going to have to happen because they're so bad up front. I also didn't know. I found out last night that Nuss was kind of banged. Well, actually, I didn't know that. A while back, Nuss was banged up a little bit. So, I don't even know if that was a real possibility. He had a knee injury, I believe, right? Yeah, knee or ankle or something. I, I don't I don't remember. I did see something about that. So, I would expect to see him some this week. I think you'll see more from LSU this week than you normally would because I think they're still trying to figure it out. There's so many moving parts with the, the program right now with so many new faces, you know. Um, I didn't think Denbrock did a great job last night. But, man, look, I hate being critical like that because <laughs> I've called plays before, not in a, in a real – like, you know, it's hard, man. Like, it, it's hard. And – those guys know more football than we can ever dream of knowing. I, I, I fully expect them to get better as the year goes on. I don't know if we're going to quite see it like we think we'll see it because the the opponents are going to get so much, you know, going to be so much better. Like when we play Southern, then we then it's Mississippi State. Like State threw for four fifty this past yeah. week. You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be rough sledding, but I, I still fully believe in what, where where the program's going to go. I just – people have to be patient and stop being LSU fans that they've always been because it's brutal. It's brutal. It's uh, – a guy made a comment to me earlier, and he's like, man, I wonder if all fan bases are like this or if it's just LSU fans. God. I was like, no, it's it's LSU fans. Like God, we it's bad. We collectively – because I'm a part of this. And I'm not calling for his head by any means, but, you know, expect so much in so little amount of time. And it's hard not to, right, because, like, all right, we – Best team ever in 2019, right? And then Ogeron kind of goes down oh, yeah. the slide a little bit, you know? It's, but, it shows you how bad recruiting's been, too. Yeah, but, you know. And development. Well, I think it's more of that than the than the recruiting side, you know? Oh, man. It was, that was tough to watch. Like, JB was talking about it wasn't entertaining. It was like a train wreck for the longest time. You know, the, the ending was very entertaining. And, you know, I know one of the big questions is should they have gone for two? I and I I had told y'all when it was twenty four to ten, I was like, LSU, a lot's gotta happen, but if LSU scores Okay. Yeah, of course. I would have liked them to go for two because I'm that guy. But like should they have? Absolutely not. They were dominating. LSU, their last three drives had gone like eighty five yards, seventy seven yards, and ninety nine yards. And um Florida State had gone three and out like their last three possessions or whatever, the fumble and then two, three and outs. Like you just shocked the hell out of them. And then you, you're probably going to win in overtime. I mean, you would think you're going to be able to block them to be able to make an extra point. Not to mention, and, you know, we talked about this last night. You know, my parents were watching the game, and then I heard it again today on the radio, and I think it's kind of the general consensus. The fourth down play LSU scored on was just like a normal pass play, and you're like, okay, what does that mean? Well, that means LSU didn't have, like, a play that they felt really good about. I noticed that. So – it's because it's so early, too. You don't have enough on them. In two weeks, you might have had a play. But so now you just scored with no time left. Okay, you have no timeouts. So now you just you just like you're calling another play. You're celebrating because you just scored. Now you got to get everybody together, right? Line up. They'll probably call a timeout. Florida State will probably call a timeout. And you're going for the win. I mean, I could see it either way. You know, I, I don't – I don't. I was saying to go for two, but like, come on, like, that's just being a it's a, it's a ballsy move in your first game as a head coach yeah. on national TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you probably play for overtime and know that you can yeah. out, outlast them, so yeah. to speak. You know? Well, you had been dominating. I yeah, mean, for LSU, sure. LSU in their last three possessions, I think I think I heard today, had like 250 yards. Last three drives. So, That's where most of uh, Daniel's stats came from, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. he had 200-something passing yards, you know, and a lot of that came How at the very end. bad was Florida State's 
defense in that last possession. Terrible. Dude, they Those do. dudes running across the middle of the field, 15 yards downfield, just like by themselves. And and still allowing them to get out of bounds. Uh, th- they would catch it on the left hash, run all the way to the right side, and get out of bounds. It was unreal, dude. Like that. Uh, so that was how you don't play defense late in the game. They, LSU was at the 35-yard line. I think still had a timeout. And Florida State had dudes across the goal line. What are you doing? Like, dude, it was, that was bad. I thought I thought when they when they got the sack, I thought it was game over. Oh yeah, me too, for and sure. It, it was like, man, it was on. It was kind of a a really squarely ending, to be honest with you. Where either way, I would still say the same thing. Like, these are a really weird chain of events that occur yes. for the ending of this football game. Even I mean, the way it ended was squarely as shit. You know what I mean? Like on it's a, a weird blocked, football game, a blocked extra point. Weird now, y- you know, I think the hard thing as LSU fans is so much was made of the hire. Mm-hmm. So much excitement was around the program. You're hearing all these things about what's going on behind the scenes, right? And as a result, we already have a high expectations for, the, for our program from the get-go, right? And then you hear all these things, and that just raises your expectations. And they're so freaking high. Not even knowing what our personnel is going to be, right? I mean, you kind of know, but yeah. you understand? And so now at this point, you're like, well, this season is kind of washed. Oh, yeah. Not, not that it wasn't going to be washed from the beginning. You're hoping to make a bowl. Yeah. You're lucky. There, there's serious questions about if we're going to be bowl eligible. Dude, I mean, not, nothing against McNeese, but a starting corner played at McNeese last year. Like, I mean, that, that, the roster is just not real good. Like, it's just not good. I'm just hoping that Kelly can kind of build the lines, and oh, that's yeah. what he's known for. Absolutely. And you he, know? last week, commitment, four-star tackle from Neville. So now they're talking about him. He might start next year, too. So their two tackles might both be from Neville next year. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I get kind of squarely with Louisiana offensive linemen. You know, yeah, but Cardell Thomas got me a little, well, a little he, leery-eyed. He's kind of the exception, though, lately. You know, dude, look, and, and we were talking about this, too. I, I don't think JB and I talked. I don't remember. LSU's recruiting class right now is like six for next year. When O took over, and he had been there, they were 19 his first year. Usually when coaching changes, that, that last year don't count. That first year is like 15 to 20. Shay Dixon, who knows, you know, his recruiting guy, mm-hmm. was almost going to last week. He was like, I expected this class to be like 20, and they're six. And he's like, they could probably get as high as like – Four, maybe. Dude, that's impressive for a guy who won't be able to recruit in the South. Like, killing it. He's got a huge name that goes along with it, though. Killing it. You know what I mean? They're killing it. And hey, it's, did, it's good to see. Who won the Notre Dame game? Ohio State. But it was, it was tight, though, wasn't it? 21-10, yeah. It was, it was disappointing to watch. It wasn't, wasn't great. No, I didn't get to watch it. We were in Houston all week. JB actually came to my house and we watched it. it wasn't oh, good. Thanks for the invite. Well, you were in Houston, Dick. Oh. We were flipping back and forth between that and Florida and uh, Utah. I heard that was a good game. I didn't get to watch that either. Yeah, it, it was it was good. I mean, of course, you know, we should have hired Napier. Like, dude, chill out. Chill out. Okay, but I, I do have something else to say about college football. Okay. <sighs> So Saturday, I watched football all day. There were some really good football games. It reminded me why I love college football. LSU's fans, I mean, you know, I'm an LSU fan, reminded me why I hate college football and the college targeting rule. (laughs) 
But one thing is very clear after watching Saturday. You can go ahead and just mark it down. Alabama and Georgia are playing for the national championship, and they're going to play for the SEC championship, and it ain't going to matter. They both probably going to rest starters. It's going to be like it's going to be like week seventeen or eighteen, whatever it is in the NFL. In the NFL yeah. They just going to rest guys because they both going to be in. But let me remind you of something. Oh, I already know what you're going to say. And I told JB this on Saturday. Y'all think y'all know better? I've tried to tell y'all. Anytime Alabama plays someone. You need to pull for Alabama because when you don't, Georgia becomes Georgia. Georgia is a monster. Dude, they were good. I feel like they're not getting enough attention. Now, I'll get to Alabama in a second. Georgia being good is the scariest thing in college football. The state of Georgia has so many good players. And where they're located, they can get kids from Florida too. And Atlanta is such a fertile ground. Like, they are rolling right now. Now, we just got the number one corner committed in the class of 2024 out of Georgia, which is surprising. But them being good is bad for LSU. It's bad for everyone. So, at this point, you need to pull for Bama and, you know, Clemson or Ohio State to play in a national championship, not Georgia, because you don't need another Bama out there. And that is slowly what is happening. I cannot imagine a scenario, and I've watched one, I've watched Georgia play one time. I cannot imagine a scenario Georgia loses a game besides when they play Alabama. Dude, holy hell. Now, Bama, they played Utah, no, they played, uh, yeah, Utah State. Yeah. Utah State was getting top 25 votes, they beat them 55 to nothing. I, I watched zero snaps. I'm going to assume. Machine. We are headed to an Alabama-Georgia National Championship. I'll put it to you this way. Ohio State beat number five Notre Dame at home, okay, in the first game. I would flip Georgia and Ohio State. I, I, and, and Georgia beat number 11, you know, dominant. I would flip them. Like, that, that's how impressed I was. Notre Dame, wasn't, I wasn't overly impressed, but I hate Notre Dame, so – that's that's typical though, and that's typical of an Oregon team, right? Oregon, Notre Dame, typically high rated coming into a season, lays an egg, right? But how long has Georgia been good? And I'm not saying that to as far as from national championship good. They've been good consistently. Solid. They've been solid every single year. Yeah, and now I, I get it. You know them winning and that. That's and a huge the, difference. It is, but they've always had talent. They've always been sure. good, and it's always been like right at the end. They hit a road bump. Right. They're not doing that anymore. Who knows? Dude. And and maybe they will. College football is crazy, man. Maybe they will. That is the beauty of it. Okay. But they hit a road bump. Because now, now i got to find beauty in other teams. So, okay, they lose a game during the year. They're still going to play for the SEC Championship. Let's say they beat Bama, they're, and they're still in. Like, dude, I'm telling you. Them, like LSU is a sleeping giant. Okay? we all Everybody knows that. Dude, Georgia is the best job in college football. When it comes to all the things that go into it, when it comes to facilities and players and month, dude, that is the best job. And Georgia Tech ain't worth a shit. So I'm really not a fan of red and black, but you know, dude, there, oh god, like holy hell, I don't know. Holy Na- shit, Napier's got a pretty good job. That ain't yeah, but you're also com- you're competing with Miami and Florida State in that state for players. Georgia's close enough that they can take players. I agree. No, but. Whew. Would I don't you, 
Would you rather be in Athens or Gainesville? I've heard Athens is like the best college town in the really? SEC. Absolutely. We need to go. I, I, one of my biggest regrets when I was in Atlanta those two summers for a World Wood Bat Tournament. Yeah. Athens is like an hour and a half. Why did I not just drive there? Just go spend just the day. Just ch- go check it out. I, I regret it so much. We do need to go. Let's go. Nichols played there a few years back. I was supposed to go and I couldn't. And something came up and I couldn't go. I wouldn't want to go. That's just a massacre. Nichols should have beat them. Oh, I do remember. They that. lost Holy like shit. 27, 26. They played them. They played them hard. Yeah, fear, fear went. Fear was on the sideline. No shit. Yeah, that was at the end of no. That might have been the beginning of Kirby. I don't remember. That was when Georgia was figuring themselves out. Oh, dude, they got it figured out now. Oh my god. But Oregon's not that good. Bo Nix is Bo Nix. It doesn't matter. It does matter, dude. Oregon ain't that bad. Like they ain't that bad. It, if you could have sought us, it was like oh my god. Holy cow. Like Stetson Bennett looks like he's he's gonna be your accountant when he's not playing football. He's freaking good. He's not he's not the sexy player. Like he's not he's not gonna do all these fancy things. just the ball's on time. He's athletic enough to extend play. Oh my goodness gracious. They started a freshman, I think, at corner. He had a pick. Like, oh my god. They're so good, bro. I don't wanna think about it. I don't really like them either. Oh my god. What what oh. I, like I couldn't, I couldn't turn it off. Is that good? Oh my god! I think their first six or seven possessions, or maybe it was either, it was either five or six, their first possessions they scored. God damn! <laughs> I remember Eric Gearwood, their play for LSU, the tight end. It he, he's he's back with him now. Oh, nice. but he didn't start. Yeah, because he's cuckoo. They have a six seven, two hundred and seventy pound tight end that caught a pass right on the sideline and hurt hurt a guy. God, oh my god, just wait, dude. It's scary. They have some good games this week too. In college football, uh, tech, well, no, Texas and Alabama is not a good game. It's a good name game. I hope Bama beats them 147-3. to Texas kicks a field goal late just because they're Texas. Yeah. Um, Auburn plays Penn State next week, I think. Or, yeah, I think. Miami plays A&M next week. Have you, have you been to a whiteout game? No. I haven't, I've never been to Penn State. That's where we need to go. Absolutely. It's, dude, all that's on my bucket list. Just, that's just far. That's the only thing. That's okay. I'll drive. Dude, I'm not doing that. Dude, why? That's, that's a long way. That's a long way. USC won. You know, everybody's, ooh, USC. They beat Rice. Yeah. Well, and it was like 30,000 people there. It's USC. And it's Lincoln Riley. Did you see the, I oh, know, I do like me. Like, <laughs> I know you do. Did, you, did you see the video of uh, the fans at UCLA game? Uh-uh. The announced crowd was like 24,000 people or something. Dude, there was no way. There was like 15,000 people. But good for you, Big Ten. Yes, yeah. that's sad. It's pathetic. That's but sad. but you live in LA. What you gonna do? You want a UCLA game? Hell no. Yeah, right. I don't like UCLA. Well, me either. But I mean, maybe if I live there, you know. But everybody in LA is gonna go to the USC game, not the UCLA game. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying. Fuck both of them. I don't like either one of them. Yeah, I do like uh, UCLA's. Oh, speaking of which, I was gonna say I like their uniforms. Oh yeah. Katie wanted to know what you think of FSU's jerseys. They good. See, I knew it. It's traditional. I freaking hate them. They're so tacky. It's that's traditional. It's racist. I mean, I'm not gonna go there, but I saw a thing that said <laughs> that said that game might have been the best uniform game of the weekend. It's not. It's the second to best. The best uniform game of the weekend was Notre Dame against Ohio State. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Oregon because you like Oregon's greens so much. <sighs> oh, God. I well, it's a, it's a good thing they wore them because they got their asses whipped. They did. Um. Penn State's uniform is beautiful. 
Beautiful. They played against Purdue. Purdue were all black, and Purdue's were hideous. And Oregon, uh, Penn State's were just you beautiful. You fucking love practice jerseys. That's like your thing. I like you tradition. Love, you love practice jerseys. I like tradition. Practice jerseys. I like tradition. They look like practice jerseys that I wore with my coach from 1975 or 68 or whatever came to coach our team, and that's what he made us wear during the games. I like them. Had the holes in them and shit, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, the like freaking numbers were peeling off, you know? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I like them. We threw our nice jerseys in the trash so we could wear practice jerseys. Well, that's just stupid. Well, I mean, he's old school. Yeah, well. Did y'all win? Fuck no. Oh, no. Didn't help, it didn't make a goddamn difference. We looked like shit and we played like shit. Well, shame on him. Well, I mean, at least we could look good. He actually coached me in junior half football. Yeah? Yeah. I played receiver. He made us get in a three-point stance. I believe it. Like, we would wear... Um, We'd wear those uh, those forearm pads oh, yeah. as linemen, so oh, yeah. so we could hit people with our forearms. Yeah, what do you call that? Um, you call them flippers. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever it was. That's that, yeah, it's like the old school mentality that came back. I don't know if it's still, but it came back whenever I was coaching football. It definitely helped. I'd rather have the pads on and hit somebody in the face mask than not have them on. Yeah, that was like just to try to get to the next level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he wanted us to like full on like basically imagine if you were gonna backhand slap somebody. <laughs> But with your forearm across their face mask, like wind up, slap them across the face. Yeah, that's illegal. That's what we did. We still lost. I mean, but it's because you got guys like me, 150 pounds, trying to pull a freaking. You're in the wing too, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. His favorite, my favorite thing. When we were we were playing defense and we were uh, we had scout team offense. And he'd come through with his clipboard. And the guy, I loved him to death. He was awesome, but he's probably like. 80 when he coached us mm-hmm. and he was like god damn it anderson you could drive a fucking mac truck through this fucking hole i was like coach i'm not gonna say his name but yeah. i'm like coach i don't give a fuck <laughs> you gotta close that fucking hole it, like it was he hits you with his clipboard on top of the helmet you know what i mean he's like oh, like yeah. like it wake you up or something you know what i mean <laughs> old school coaches are the best man man it was awesome Looking back on you, like God, I love that. Oh yeah, you like, can't do that anymore. No, we would we would do um, what 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 do you call fourth quarters? We'd go and we'd practice, right? We practice for like two hours. It's hot as fuck. And he's like, all right, time for fourth quarters. And fourth quarters were basically we'd go to the track, full pads, helmet on, and we'd run three hundred meters of the track, and we'd walk a hundred. And we had to we started off with like a mile. And it went up to probably about three miles. So that way, you know, after practice, you're going to get your conditioning and shit. Bruh, talk about, like, I probably never threw up more in my life than during that time period. It's, like, so not smart <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And we do it four days a week, and then we play a game on Friday. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that, luckily, we've we've learned from our state. When I, I was in high school, we had a sand pit behind our practice field. We would... We were always full, we were full pads, Monday through Wednesday, just Monday through Wednesday. We would take our shoulder pads and helmet off, take our cleats off, and leave our pants on, do sand, uh, sand pit stuff. Tuesdays, we ran 2040s. Wednesday, we ran 4020s. Okay? That makes a little bit more sense than running around the track. Yeah. There are people now who don't, like, don't believe in running at all after practice. I think it makes no sense. Because if you're efficient during practice and your practices are high-paced enough that you're getting your running in. It's always hard, though, right, when you're coaching. And this, you, you'll probably tap into this a little bit. But, you know, how do you go fast enough but also take the time to teach enough? 
because yeah. a lot of it's teaching. Yeah. Um, depending on what level of kids and if they're all the same, like high school is weird, right? Because you have four different ages, mm-hmm. right? Four different grades usually. Sometimes five when you got younger kids than that, you know. And so, how do you keep it to where like? Think of a smart class that you're teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And you got like two dumbasses in it. How do you keep the smart kids engaged while not leaving the dumb kids behind? Athletics is no different. It's athletic ability or understanding or technique or whatever, just physical ability. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how do you keep it all within relation for everyone so that everybody's learning, growing, moving at sure. the same pace to keep it as fast paced as you need it to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? To make it efficient like you're talking about. Because that's think, the tough part. I, I think high school football coaches are the worst time management people ever. Like, I think they're the worst. Most of the people, usually half of the football team standing on the sideline. It's the worst time management I've ever seen. Like, it's it's awful. And I, and I coach with some good football coaches. Like, football is just one of those sports. There's a lot of standing around with stuff. But, like, I feel like there's other ways you can do things. But a lot of times football coaches aren't willing to do that. Well, also, some of, some football staffs aren't big enough. No, no you know I agree I mean? with you, yeah. And you got, I mean, we may have had three or four coaches at yeah. a practice. Mm-hmm. You're talking about for 60 people. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to work, what, one, two, three, four, five, six position groups maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So how, how big of groups or smaller groups or, or you know, does yeah. it make sense? You yeah, know? yeah. And, like, I will say, like, one one thing we did pretty good, we did individual, like, every day. Like, whenever I was coaching football. Um, so, like, I had outside linebackers. And I only had probably six or so. We did a lot of, like, partner drill stuff. Dude, we always got done before the individual time was up because I didn't have a ton of kids. I was I was dog-tired by the end of it because oh, yeah. it was like, boom, boom, like we're getting reps, you know, whatever. So it was lucky. But you're right. Usually there's not enough coaches. That's a whole nother, whole nother thing. But Mastro's a winning one nothing. Sorry, I've been. No, that's good. My, my, my guy made his major league debut today, bro. Uh, really? Hunter Brown, the Go dude, the, their top prospect. Yeah. Yeah, first inning. He struggled the first two, got a fly out. He was 98, 97. He throws a 94-mile-an-hour slider. Is that the guy that was on TV with the slider? Yeah. He 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 ended up going six innings, three hits, one walk, five strikeouts. Yeah. Not, not bad. No. No. He's. What's crazy is, uh, was there a guy on SportsCenter not long ago threw like a 98-mile-an-hour slider? I'm sure. He threw it to Otani. I remember the, the, the at-bat. And they were showing it, and Otani was even like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I didn't what, what was that? Like, Yeah, I'm not swinging. Yeah, that. I don't even know what that was. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that's crazy. I, lo- I love watching the Astros games because Jeff Bloom is one of the guys. And uh, he's like, like somebody struck out on like a borderline sinker, and he's like, you can't swing at that. And the other guy was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't hit it. Like, you cannot hit that pitch. And it's borderline. You just got to hope that the umpire misses it. Like you just So it's, it's funny to get that, like – Different perspective because sometimes, oh, why he didn't swing? Well, because he, he can't hit a 98 mile an hour sinker when the pitcher's throwing a fastball on the top of the zone at 102. Yeah. You know? No like, doubt. But it's, anyway. it's crazy. Like, uh, even, even working with my kid who's only 10, softball pitching, like, just from that distance, how much they can get it. I mean, she's not great at it, right? She's learning, she's getting better, whatever. She's doing all right. But how much she even moves the ball from 35 feet. And it's like, holy shit. Imagine like oh, yeah. at, at the upper levels, and that that uh, correlates to baseball too. Obviously, you're further away, but yeah. you're throwing faster, right? So, the things that they're able to do with a baseball, it's oh, unreal. Is gotten only progressively more intense, more insane, mm-hmm. more movement at faster paces, and and it's just crazy to think, you know, five ten years from now, 
what more will we learn? You know, because you always think in the current time, like, holy shit, it can't get any better than this or it can't get any crazier than this. And it always does, right? Because like you were saying about practices for football or whatever, like, man, that's not an efficient way to do it. And we've learned that. Well, what else are we going to learn? That's the crazy yeah. thing that, you know, how do you make, how, how are you going to make that ball move in a different direction? You're probably not, but you may be able to maybe perform at a higher level to throw that curveball at 95. It's funny though, you know because I mean? like, well, it's like when you played, okay, and you caught some, you know, you always, it always was, you got to live down in the zone as a pitcher, right? Down yep. in the zone. Yeah. The game is completely different now. Now it's all about throwing the fastball up in the zone, like, because guys are throwing it harder. So people are like, well, baseball sucks. They hit too many home runs. They strike out too much. I agree. It's aggravating. But it's because pitchers are so good. Like, you're not going to get – I shouldn't say that. Not very often are you going to get three or four straight hits. Like, guys are pretty much giving up on that fact. It's I'm not going to hit for average. I'm going to try to hit home runs because that's the way you got to score runs now. You know, they don't pitchers don't make as many mistakes. The game's just so different. I was talking to some middle school kids, um, I don't know, one of the days. Yeah, you don't watch the Astros like I do, you know, whatever. But, like, you could see the guys in the dugout. They take the ball, and, they're, like, they're constantly talking about it. Verlander especially. And, like, he's showing them different grips. They're just finagling an angle to make the ball do something else or make it break sharper or whatever. Like, people want to learn, you know. I think it used to be you just go out there and pitch. Now it's like, what can I do to give myself that advantage? You know, it's it's baseball's – Baseball's a weird game. That's been the, the fun thing for me anyway. While my daughter learns, I'm learning too. And the ways that they move or direction or step or, you know, time their arm with the back leg or whatever to manipulate the movement of the ball is crazy. Like it's all it's all correlated, right? Obviously, in baseball pitching, you don't think so much. You think, okay, well, it's wrist angle on how I turn it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but grip and the way that they step or the way that – you know, maybe the hip fires a little first, you know what I mean, to get that arm angle or that rotation or whatever it is. Like, there's so many little things, and it's really hard for her because obviously she's 10, right? So she'll do something, you know, subconsciously, and it'll affect the way that her ball moves, you know what I mean? And it's it's crazy to see, like, those little differences in her movements affect the ball that much. Like, she'll do something where – like her hips will fire a little first and it'll cause her her hand to kind of tuck inward and it'll cause her to throw more of a screwball, which it'll, you know, cut to yeah. the inside to a right-hand batter, you know. She's not trying to. She's trying to throw a fastball, just a four-seam kind of flat fastball, you know. And little manipulations of her body, although it's subconsciously, affect that ball movement, you know what I mean? It's It's nuts. And it's nuts to think that, People at that high level, like when you're professional softball, you know, college or professional baseball pitchers, you know, those little manipulations make a huge difference. Oh, yeah. Because it's at such a higher speed or higher rotation. You know what I mean? So that maybe that different grip, two, two stitches up or whatever, or two stitches down, will make it move six inches, 60 feet, six inches down, down no, the way. No, you know no, what I mean? No doubt. I think two major league teams are like – they were talking on the way here. Like, the Astros are really good about, like, like this guy. When he was younger, it just using him as an example, guys throwing a lot of off-speed and, like, fastball counts and stuff so they can try to figure it out. Like, so you might not have success right away, but it's to make you better in the long run. That used to not be the case. Like, you had to be perfect to make your way up. 
Now it's more about ceiling and things like that. So I think there's a little bit more patience um, as they progress. Now, once you get to the big leagues, it's yeah. put up or shut up. Yeah, you no know? doubt. But, I mean, like this guy, they held him out, held him out, held him out, held him out, held him out. And then he's out there and throws a shutout in his first uh, first start. So That's awesome. We'll see. Hopefully he can help, the, can help the big league club in the playoffs and stuff. So we'll see. It's a shame we won't go get to see him. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll try to see. Right. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping. My only – Bright outlook for the fall is my New Orleans Saints. I can't wait. I'm hoping to eat a lot of dubs. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. I saw Peter King picked him to be the one seed in the NFC. Peter uh, King, has, I, I can't stand Peter King, but he, he picked the Bills and the Saints to be one seeds. He picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. He's gotten the last three Super Bowl champions, right? And the, the year before that, he had the Rams beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but the Patriots beat the Rams. That's pretty crazy. I don't. I don't know who if he had the Saints in the Super Bowl. I just know he had him as the one seed at twelve and five. Well, I just. Uh, I hope they do well, man. I mean, because they will. You know, they will. They're they gonna be all right. I can't wait. By the way, speaking of NFL, I did watch the Manti Teo documentary. I hadn't watched the second part yet. Oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. You need to go finish it. Yeah. How do you start something and not finish it? I don't even know how it happened to be honest. Because see, that's my my um, my biggest Achilles heel. With anything Netflix related, could be in any genre. If I start it, I'm like a fucking crack addict until I finish. Well, we had two other shows we were watching at the same time, and so we're like more into those shows. I couldn't do that because I would literally not sleep. <laughs> well, I would literally go from one to the next to the next to the next. Like, I got on this kick where I watched Narcos probably for a month straight, and I, I, I would, I would say I didn't get more than four hours of sleep. <laughs> Every night. That's how we were with Scandal. Because I would stay up and watch that stupid shit for no reason other than I just couldn't put it down. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. All right, if I go to bed right now, I've got five hours yep. of sleep. I was like, fuck that. I can watch one more. I'm yep. a fucking monster. You know what I that's, mean? That's what, that's what you do. We're watching uh, The Morning Show on um, Apple TV Plus. Uh, or whatever. Is it good? Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's Steve Carell. It's, it's good. I have to check it out. We hadn't hadn't really been big on the TV lately. I mean, it's it's pretty. That's pretty much the only thing we've been watching. We haven't watched an episode in a while though. But we'll see. Well, cool. Know. Well, man, look, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. JB it's, sold us out. You know. I, I mean, I, I would say somebody's going to edit it out anyway. So <laughs> when's he coming back? I don't even know he was leaving. Fuck, to be honest, me with you. he was leaving Wednesday. Maybe I think he's going to be gone for a week. He said. Yeah. Fuck him. So I guess. I guess he won't be there for the pod next week. I guess not. Saints play. Yeah. Yeah. We may be late, actually. We got a tournament next weekend. Psh. I know, bro. We'll figure it out. I'll be drunk by the time I get back. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I enjoyed it. I uh, wish it was under better uh, situations. Yeah, well. You know, you know life good. goes on. Yep. Tiger it. fans, quit being bitches. That's it. Hey, at least Southern's band will be there Saturday. Yeah, that's worth going watch. The, supposedly the bands are playing together. It ought to be really good. I have a feeling one band is going to outshine the other band. <laughs> I think so. Just, you know, just it's just a wild hunch of mine, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably, if I was LSU, I'd probably just let Southern play at my house. The whole time. Yeah, exactly. I don't need a turn. Just, just You can have two turns. Yeah. You come up with two shows. You like can, you can play, you can play in between quarters too. Oh yeah, fucking right. Yeah. It kind of did irk me a little bit that uh, and I'll say this and then we'll go. But uh, Florida State played neck. 
I heard a lot. It. Yeah. A lot. Good for them. It was too fast paced though, you know? Petty. There okay. was there was no tiger dick to be sucked though. <laughs> okay. I mean that's what the fucking song is. Okay. So it was a baby boot. Right. Just boot <laughs> up, baby. Boot up. All right. Episode fifty six, thank you.